Warning, the following program has been rated M for mature due to language, vulgarity, and sexual innuendo. Welcome to the highlight of your week. They are the truth seekers looking to change the world for the better. Using the latest research and groundbreaking science, they seek to inform the simpletons. They dream of a day filled with gays, where women get paid like dicks and religion doesn't try to fuck kids. They are the intellectual saviors! Prepare yourself for atrociousness. All phasers set to fuck. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Intellectual Saviors. I'm one of your hosts, Eric. And I am Michael. Hey, we're back off of a little hiatus. A couple weeks off. And um, also, I don't know if you're aware of this, uh, Eric, but um, we uh, have a new Twitter account <laughs> if anybody wants to. I, I heard. So I got a <laughs> Facebook message from one of our uh, lovely listeners, um, and she had... Facebook messaging just last time we got booted <laughs> off of Twitter. Yeah, I had a few so then more. She said, last what happened time. to your Twitter account? I was like, what did Michael do again? What I did he do this time? I swear to God, dude, I didn't do anything. I Bullshit. even I cut it back because, first of all, like I said last time, they used the. Okay, so they have their rules of service set up for suspensions and everything, and they break it down in their little categories. And the one that they've got me with every fucking time is there. We're suspending you for um, targeted threats, targeted harassment, and oh, threats. Yeah. I never threatened anyone ever. Uh, the targeted harassment they break it like into the category of you know going after someone on their race or their sexuality or whatever. I, I don't. I'm not on there dropping n bombs and calling you know homosexuals names and telling them I don't believe in the, uh, you know, the, the horrid, uh, you know, abhorrent behavior that they despise. I'm not a Republican, so that's not what I'm doing on there. Um, and I even stopped going on there and doing my daily telling Trump to go fuck himself and, you know, along with Sean Handy and some of the others that I used to love to, every tweet they'd put out, basically tell them to eat shit and die. I cut back on all of these things. Um, now I'm still shitty with people. If they write dumb shit, I'll call them dumb motherfuckers and stuff. But I never like targeted someone where I was just picking someone and following them and harassing them. Or like I said, using any type of racial or sexual discrimination or thing. So I don't know, dude. I just feel like it. I feel like I'm the one being targeted to be honest with you, but you they know. are silencing the liberal voice. Uh, well, don't say that. <laughs> don't say that because they'll all the fucking Republicans will jump up and say, "No, man, they're shadow banning all the conservatives," which just means that like you're putting stuff I'm, out there, but they're not. I'm letting flipping. The I'm see flipping it. their argument. That's all I'm doing. It's bullshit, dude. Because that argument's already out there, so I'm just saying that they're 
they're anti-liberal. <laughs> oh, yeah. And believe me, I'm not the only one that's been suspended. There's plenty of people that I've followed or have followed me and stuff because I usually send the tweet out like, hey, I'm back after being fucking banned yeah. again. And I knew, like, oh, yeah, I got banned. This is my third account or my second account. It's like mm-hmm. I knew something was up when I started seeing Facebook posts from you. Because <laughs> I, I had to like, take out my angst. Fuck? I was like, Michael posted on Facebook. Well, like, when the fuck did this happen? Yeah, no. The and of course, listen. it's something political and talking about how Republicans have low IQs and blah blah blah. <laughs> well, here's the thing: I I really did that on my Facebook page for a reason because I've got too many family members and stuff that post stupid right wing shit, and I just got tired of off. it. Yeah, because I've went in and unfollowed and blocked a ton of people like I went to school and stuff with that I had on my page, but I won't block or unfollow family and stuff even i just will casually read a post that they put that's nonsense and then find something that's the actual factual counter to it and then post it like hoping like they'll see it just to know that you know it's like i'm watching you and you're fucking wrong asshole (laughs) you know but uh so yeah i threw a few fucking things up on facebook and stuff but it was just i had to get some angst out some way because i I, I when I got banned, I'm just like fuck. I'm gonna take a break from Twitter for a couple of weeks. So basically, the time we were off, I was Twitter free, and I finally set up a new account uh, last night. We're already we're killing it. Already got 300 people following us again. So oh shit, we're making it happen. We're back on that march to 12,000 like we had originally before the first <laughs> account got banned. So um, I can't even remember what the last one was because I keep doing variations of you know our fucking old name. So now, if you guys want to follow us, it's at Intel Savior Pod. So I think it was Intel Savior's Pod is what I did the last time. Yeah. But I had to take the S off because you can't use the same name twice. So Intel Savior Pod. So follow us there. And also, you Jesus. can go to the Facebook. And then you can, when I get banned again, you can leave us messages on Facebook and hey, ask Twitter. us why we got banned. <laughs> get off our cock. Yeah, so I'm just going to have to really, I guess I can use no more profanity unless I'm just randomly just throwing like, man, this is a fucking terrible day or something, you know. But if I'm actually responding to some right-wing piece of shit, I guess I'm not allowed to cuss anymore. It's a tough, uh, well, see, they're snowflakes. They can't handle it. Yeah, evidently. I mean, you know, poor Mitch McConnell can't even go to a restaurant anymore. Uh, yeah. because he has literally destroyed this fucking country for generations to come. Yeah, I mean, I think we talked about the Ted Cruz thing with this, and like, I think I said this on that. You know, I don't really. I, I'm kind of on the mindset like, don't fuck with them inside the restaurants no. and stuff. Fuck with them. No, fuck because with them. I look They're at fucking this way. with us. Fuck with them. Well, not granted. I, I, I think we need to do it smarter. Yeah. Instead of yelling at them at restaurants, we need to gerrymander the fuck out of some places yeah. to curry it in our favor. See, here's the thing with the restaurant, because I think it makes the people doing it come off very poorly. And not only that, but it's like there are other people in there trying to enjoy their meals and you're disturbing it. Just wait till they leave the restaurant and then just tell them to go fuck themselves left and right. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Just go to town on them. But, uh, Inside the businesses, I mean, leave them alone. They, they deserve it, and they can't sit there and do the whole "oh, we need to be civil." It's like, well, you guys were completely uncivil for years, trying to discredit Obama as a legitimate president. No, but he wasn't not a real- letting him pick for the Supreme Court. Yeah, but he was a Kenyan Muslim, though. Being he didn't deserve that total pick. fucking cunts. So they sort of deserve it. 
They can go fuck themselves. They oh, can I'm cry not, me a fucking river. I'm not saying they don't deserve it. I, I think I think that that energy, though, like you said, needs to be put into other things, like you know, actually getting people out to vote. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> currying better seats for us, like, you know, work on things that are tangible that can actually make a difference in the future of the country as opposed to just yelling at somebody. It probably makes them feel good. I mean, I know that I would feel great if yeah. I got to see that old fucker's face and called him a cunt to his face. <laughs> oh, man, that would be the best day of the year. Twitter can't ban you from doing that. <laughs> yeah. suckers. Um, but... Uh, so I get it, but I, I think the energy could be, you know, put elsewhere. No, and that's good because this is what we want to talk about first is putting the energy into the right places because of yeah. the obstacles in front of us for this election that's two weeks yep. away. So, so I, get I'm, out and start voting, guys. Early voting. So said it before. Yeah, there are several states that have started early voting. Yep. Texas um, did today. Yep. Um, I've said it before. I'll say it again, and I'll keep saying it. Uh we we keep on hearing about the blue wave and oh the Dems are going to take back blah 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 and all this stuff and mm-hmm. people are missing the big picture that Republicans have gerrymandered the fuck out of so many states and so many districts that it is a huge swing for Republican or for Democrats to take those seats. Um, in some cases, it's a massive leap. Like Republicans need to get like 36% of the majority vote <laughs> and yeah and democrats have to get like 57 it's fucking crazy the swing like republicans don't even have to get half the vote to get a seat i think and dems thing- have to get more than half so and and the thing is when you look at the actual votes dems win almost every time there are a handful of districts where they don't. You know, you got these deep red states and stuff where people are just fucking retarded. And, you know, their only issue is gun rights and abortion. Um, but even some, quote, red states, when you actually look at the numbers, popular vote, Dems kick their ass. Well, we talked about this the last election. I mean, it's been the, the last two presidential elections. We'll go by that instead of the midterms because... At least, you know, 50% of Americans will vote for the president. God damn it. But eh. um, when they do, like you said, the popular vote overall, you know, it's like, of course, Obama won by millions of votes both times. Uh, Hillary won by a couple million votes over Trump. But then when you look at all the congressional races, if you add those together, the Democrats have won the last couple elections by now, this is countrywide popular vote added together over yeah. a million votes. So you're thinking, okay, well, as a whole, they won. They should clearly have more seats. They, they, you'd think they'd have more. No, they're like 40 down. However, like exactly. That's the big thing that I want to hammer into people's heads is that don't get complacent. Don't sit there and think that it's going to be an easy road. You need to fucking tell your friends, tell your neighbors. Yeah. Get the fuck out there and I vote. Think, I think what's... It's we got to have huge fucking numbers to I make think, this shit happen. I think in, in, in this level, I, I, you're right. In a lot of the districts, that's why the Republicans win. But there were like 24 um, districts last time that are held by Republicans right now in the House that Hillary actually won. 
And let's face it, Hillary yeah. was probably the most, uh, you know, unliked Democratic candidate that we've had in several several years. And she still won those districts. So if the turnout is good, let's say just as high, and they're just as motivated, those Democratic voters, that's why they're feeling that those are a lot of those House seats could flip. And even if half of them flip, it pretty much, well, let's say two-thirds of them, I think, is what they're selling. The Democrats take the House pretty easily. Yeah. Um, and those are the ones that were decided by, I think they said two points or less, you know, that, you know, or, or no, I'm sorry, the ones like Hillary won. And then there's like another, like 20 some odd districts where Democrats only lost by within like two or 3%. And they're saying, you know, with the surge that they're expecting, um, you know, that's why they're saying that Democrats could pick up as many as 40 seats. I don't personally see it. I don't, I don't think so. Democrats always underperform. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, you look at they need twenty four seats to retake the house. Yeah, I think they could get that. I don't think they're um, going to take forty something, but I, I could see them taking easily. Yeah, but I mean, if you really look at it, about two thirds of the seats that are open are near locked up from gerrymandering. That's what I'm saying. Like it's it's got to be a huge swing. So well, but that's what I'm saying, and and like those forty. Seats, they're all within the margin of error because either Hillary won them by a couple of percentage points or Trump only won them by a couple. So they're within that easy swing. And I, I think the ones that Hillary won, I have to imagine those the vast majority of those will go Democrat because, like I said, if she won them, we'll see. As unpopular as she was, I think if the candidates are just comp- competent, you know, and those districts for the yep. Democrats, I think that they're going to win the vast majority of those. That's why I think those alone, um, and then they're going to take some of the ones that, you know, are barely red. I think they'll win a couple of those. Um, I think they'll win the House, but I don't think they're going to take it by 20 seats. I think yeah. it's probably going to be more in the hand five to ten handful. You know, it's going to be very tight, which the problem with that is we've already seen – uh, Trump and some of the surrogates float this whole the Chinese, not the Russians, but the Chinese are, you know, tampering with the midterms. <laughs> yeah. So even though already, there's already been evidence that Russians are meddling again. Yeah. They've already what they convicted or they pulled yeah. a guy in. I don't know if they, they didn't convict him yet, but they pulled a Russian guy in for it. Already have week. shit going down. But so, that's because Trump doesn't doesn't care. He doesn't. Uh, well, according to him, doesn't believe that it's true. So and. And this is the thing that's really important because, you know, of course, incumbents, it's always harder to beat an incumbent. So the the biggest thing with winning the majority of the seats, at least getting the House, even if they only get it by five seats, let's say, the most important thing about it is not just Congress, but on these state-related races, too. If those districts that normally are borderline conservative, if they could pull those in and get enough votes, then you'll see more Democrats win on state level, which is really more important i think than almost well i can't say that because we're gonna have to hold off the fucking republicans from repealing obamacare and shit again so we have to have this the house nationally but yeah i think on the statewide level if you get those seats this term um then in two years when it's up they have the advantage and the next uh, election after this 2020 is enormous because that's census again so that, that's another thing that I was going to bring up. Is yeah, the party. The reason who, why this is so fucking huge. Is oh yeah, because that's twenty twenty census, and those those gerrymandered maps are going to yes. get redrawn. 
And that's why it's imperative that Democrats win on the state levels, even as much so as the national level. Like I said, they could barely win the House on national level. They just need enough votes, a handful of votes, to keep the Republicans from, you know, repealing Obamacare, fucking over Social Security and Medicare, which they've already got on the chopping block. Yeah. Um, but those state houses, man, we got to get more people on the state level in because, you know, 2020 rolls around. That's like you said. That's when the census comes out and they start redrawing those districts, and we can at least even it back up and get it more normalized, which is yeah. a huge advance for Democrats. What? What? I mean, good God, the way the way lawmakers have drawn up this fucking country—it's fucking ridiculous. Like, I guess it made sense back in the day, but we need to fucking change some shit. I mean, first off, the electoral college—we all know that this is an outdated bullshit fucking thing. Um. It was put in place to pretty much make sure that Americans couldn't elect a maniac like Trump. And the Electoral College didn't do shit about that. So that's an irrelevant fucking thing. So we just need to get rid of that. (laughs) And then drawing of district maps. That does not need to be put in the hands of politicians whose livelihoods revolve around them getting reelected. Yeah. And holding power. It needs to be an independent, bipartisan uh, group that puts that's not affiliated with the parties at all. They might mm-hmm. be, you know, Republican or Democrat on their own, yeah. but they're not involved in politics at all. It's just about the numbers and where people are in demographics, and yeah. they need to draw the maps. Actually, with technology these days, they have algorithms that can do it and well, do it really well to make it as fair as possible. Yeah, but sensible solutions aren't really this country's fucking... Oh, I fucking know. know, But (laughs) for fuck's sake, we just need to... We need to get rid of that shit and definitely get rid of the Electoral College. And it's it's crazy. It it, it boggles your mind when, you know, your whole life you grow up thinking that, you know, well, you know, when the majority of the Americans vote for the president, you know, they become president. And then, you know, you, you find out, oh, shit, nope, that's not how it works. You know what else I would like to see? And I They can rig it to where they win. Hmm. I love, uh, I mean, he makes me crazy. I don't agree with 100% of his shit. And we've, I've said this before, but I, I like watching Bill Maher. And there's some things that he brings up a lot that we've talked about. And I totally agree. And one of them is he bitches a lot about the Senate, you know, about how you have all these Republican senators, like even though they're the majority the population which are under those senators is like 40%, whereas even though there's less Democrat oh, senators, yeah. they cover like 60% of the yep. population. You got and like always, some dumb fuck from Wyoming yeah. who's like maybe 100, 300,000 people, and then you've got another senator that's covering like 3 million. In California, yeah. so It's like, how are they equal at all? That's like, a, not even close to equal. That's another thing, dude. I think that they should just like they do with representatives you know they go state by state you know you've got this much population like texas has so like we've got a much larger population than tennessee so we have a lot more you get reps. more representation i, I think sense. it should be the same way if you want to do the thing which i still hate and i say this all the time like you know how the, it's got to be now in the house like even the shitty small states have to have at least three reps right because you have Stupid. to have one for each senator and then one for like the population. Like Wyoming has three representatives where, you know, another state might have twice the fucking people and only have like four or five, right? Because yeah, you have to dumb. have. Th- so 
And that's ridiculous. It's the same thing with the Senate. It basically, because yeah, I guess you have to at least have a senator or a state. So I'm fine with that. We'll do that then. I hate sure. it still, but whatever. So Wyoming gets one fucking senator where California should get like five. You know, like the Dakotas each get one. I mean, you know, Texas would probably get like three or four. Florida yeah. would get three or four. I mean, I'm fine with that, even though I hate it in a way, because Texas will be like three fucking jackass Ted Cruz's, but <laughs> at least California would have like five liberal goddamn senators, you know what I mean? And it, it, that's the way it should be. I mean, it, but again, these are things that will never happen, so we keep bitching about, but what's the point? We're all, it's, what's the point? Because we're that we, advocates for change. But the thing that we can worry about, like I said, is motherfuckers will vote. I know it's hard because the districts are so fucking gerrymandered. Mm-hmm. And then the big issue this time, and I, you've probably read about this, the whole situation in Georgia. Oh, God. That's where, a fucking shit show. With the Republican, and I'm kind of not getting his I think it's Kemp. Yeah, so that, <laughs> yeah, I, I like that you're transitioning into this. I, I completely forgot about it. But yeah. The voter suppression that's going on combined with the gerrymandering, like it's a big uphill battle that fucking Dems have. Well, but go ahead. No, I was just going to say, George is like the one that's getting a lot of press, but it's not just George. I mean, no. there are several states several. where this is going on. Missouri's one, Texas, Texas is the worst. Texas has the worst voter suppression laws. We have, Texas is a shit state. I, I know I live here. I'm just going to say right now, it's an embarrassment uh, that we have like, we're 50th when it comes to insured people, insuring our people because our governor and the Republican Congress wouldn't buy into Medicaid and doesn't support those programs. You know, we had the, the worst voter suppression laws, which have already gone up to the high courts a couple of times. And now with Kavan on the bench, it won't ever fucking make a difference. Um, but by God, you got some oil. And Kavanaugh's one I want to bring up. And you got some fracked shell. So did you see one of the first things with Kavanaugh on the bench that they did was in um, the Dakotas. I think it was North Dakota. It's one of the Dakotas. I'm going to get – I'm not going to say which because I don't know. I'm going to be wrong. I'm not going to fucking pull Trump and just make shit up. But one of the Dakotas, they had some case going up where you had to have a physical address in order to be able to vote. And, of course, Kavanaugh and the Supreme Court said, yeah, we're that's fine. Well, the problem with that is they have a ton of Indians up there in reservations. Or Native Americans, I'm sorry. I'm going to be politically correct. They have a ton of Native Americans. The problem is they don't have physical addresses. Most of them use P.O. boxes. Yeah. So... They can't vote because they don't have a physical address for their to to like to do their shit. They have a PO box, and now because of this ruling, that doesn't count anymore. So you've just disenfranchised all these Native Americans. It's like it's bad enough we killed a bunch of them, took all their land. No, can't even vote. <laughs> it's like yeah, when I got in the country that we either. stole from them. It's like that was one of the first things that it, that fucker did was go along with that. It's like okay. So, we're so somebody who's homeless, who is a U.S. citizen, can't vote then either. If, if you, yeah, I mean, you have to have, well, I think this was specific for a law they passed in the, like I said, I can't remember which Dakota. You're <laughs> telling me that they don't have any homeless people in North Dakota? I'm not saying that. I'm saying that I think all they have Just is saying. about 10 people in Buffalo and a bunch of Buffalo and stuff. <laughs> I've been there, and that's true. I've been there. I've drove through it, and there are actually like buffalo and bison and shit, like running loose up there. So <laughs> I've seen. But it. Um, no, I mean, yeah, that's that's fucking terrible. 
It's fucking stupid. But yeah, so like you said, the gerrymandering thing, that's huge. But everybody yeah. is aware of this. And it's, I mean, the laws, the way it's done is not going to change. So the only way to handle it is to vote in people on the state level to get enough in there where, yeah. you know, when the next census rolls around, maybe some changes can be made. But the one huge thing which doesn't get talked about enough is you hear voter suppression a lot thrown out. But I don't think people understand what they're doing in examples. Like in you know in Georgia, for instance, uh, the guy who's running for governor against the Democrat, Stacey Abrams, he is in charge of the elections in that state. And he mm-hmm. has scrubbed over 500,000 people from the voter rolls. And they said it's like 70% of them are African-American. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's – yeah, it, what they're doing – well, I know one aspect of what they're doing is uh, it's from the mail-in votes. Yeah. And they have people that are not at all licensed, uh, you know, forensic specialists of handwriting that look at the signatures. And if the signatures don't match according mm-hmm. to them, they throw it out. And and they don't even tell the person that mailed it in that their vote got thrown out. Seems legit. So what's to say that this Republican-held <laughs> office that's in charge of the voting says, ah, Democrat, nah, that signature doesn't match. Hey, man, what are you going to do? Just because <laughs> I said so. Well, fortunately, there it's come to the light of day, and they're fighting the fuck out of it in court. So hopefully, it gets through, and you know, they actually get the votes counted that should be counted. I'm going to tell you, dude. I know it's a pain in the ass, and I know, like we said, with the suppression tactics, some of it is um, making it like in certain areas they don't have as many polling stations, and the hours are shorter, and they don't have as many booths. You know, anything they can to fucking. You know, slow, anything and slow the process and complicate it. But I'm telling you, I would never do a mail-in ballot. I mean, unless you have to. Like, you're going to be out of country or you are out of country and you're in a, Just to make sure. That's the, You have to go in person to vote. I mean, I'm sorry, but, dude, get off your ass and do it. If yeah, you they, they, do it, you don't get do a confirmation it. at all when you mail in. No. I would never trust doing that. I mean, you've got to get your ass yeah, to the Republican or polls. Democrat. I wouldn't trust that. Oh no, no, yeah. I mean, either way, I wouldn't. I'm, but I'm saying it in these states where you have Republican, you know, governors and attorney generals and stuff like that who are running the show. It's like you definitely do not want to trust them. If you're an African, if especially if your name is like fucking Rashid Jackson or something, <laughs> where they can look at you, hmm. Nope. I think this signature doesn't look good. I mean, let's be honest. We know what they're up to. Like I said, the percentages are heavily skewed towards, you know, African-Americans' votes being disenfranchised. It's yeah, it's nothing new, but I and mean... What cracks me up is it. this is all done under this false pretense that there's a huge rampant voter fraud. Yeah, there is. It's called um, suppression. Yeah, that's the voter fraud is the suppression. But they all say that there is like legitimate voter fraud. And the simple fact is that the statistics just do not support that whatsoever. No, it's always um, in in 2016 election mm-hmm. out of the however mi- millions of Americans voted. I think they found like 32 cases of legitimate voter fraud. Yeah. 32 out of what was it? I can't even remember how many million. Well, 
What was there? It, it was like a, it's like <laughs> a point zero 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 three percent. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. what it was. I remember when you know after the two thousand election when uh, Bush lost the popular vote, the Republicans were you know jumping up and down. That's one of the first times I really heard them start bitching about the voter fraud thing. I mean, I had heard it briefly, but that was the big uproar then. And Bush had that commission they put it in charge now this is a republican president republican commission that did this study and it was the same thing they ended up finding that it was like point zero 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 one percent like yeah you know voter fraud they found it's crazy minuscule it's so tiny it's yeah it's, i mean you can barely get lazy fuck americas to you know to come out and vote period and you think that there's massive voter fraud like come on <laughs> Like the only voter fraud that's actually going on is dipshit Republicans that are trying to prove that you can commit voter fraud, and then they get caught and they get tried. Hey man, that did happen. I don't know if you remember. Oh, I think yeah, yeah. I think there was one case in Arizona where a guy tried to do it, and when they asked him, he's like, "Well, I was trying to prove that you could do it twice," and they're like, "Well, <laughs> this should show you that you can't because you got busted." <laughs> Why are the cops sitting here talking to you then? And I, man, I feel like I'm like in a time warp. I feel like I'm back in 2016 because I, I see all the same tropes coming out. Yeah. You know, Trump tweeted about, how, you know, he's going to be watching for voter fraud and he's going to prosecute to the full extent of the law. Um. And then, like, I saw some little quick clip of his one of his rallies because he's still fucking doing that shit because he can't get enough of a hey, man. The dick suck that they are. He's in Texas tonight doing one for Cruz. Um, Lion Ted. He's doing mm-hmm. it for Lion Ted. Um, no, no, no. He's not Lion Ted anymore. He decided oh, he doesn't lie cock anymore. Cock sucking Ted. Sorry. Oh, my God. Cock sucking Ted. Um but I'm seeing like they're chanting "lock her up." It's like what the, f- what the fuck? Like where did this come from all of a sudden again? Yeah, and then man. and then, uh, you know, you see the like people holding their little signs and stuff, and it says like "drain the swamp," and it's like, uh, hold on, yeah, you have a Republican president, mm-hmm. Republican Senate, Republican Congress, Republican Supreme Court. Where's the swamp? Yeah, well, you know that uh, there's that shadow government run by Hillary and Obama. They're the they're trying to get rid of them still. Uh, the deep I mean, state. they control everything. They can do anything they want. They're just so incompetent that they can't get it done quickly enough. Dude, quick non sequitur. So I'm driving today with my wife and stuff, and there's a truck in front of us, and they had a fucking, like, all the typical right wing shit, you know, the make America great. And they had the QAnon fucking sticker. Infowars. And I'm like, I have, you know, like we talked about the QAnon thing a couple months ago. And the first time I really heard about it was just recently with this whole crazy conservative shit, you know, and you start looking into it and every wild ass conspiracy theory out there is what they peddle. And like, I see it on Twitter and stuff all the time. But I've never seen someone, a person that had like a shirt or bumper stick or something. It's almost like you expect the crazy on Twitter because there's so many bots and bullshit on there. But then like I'm driving and I see a truck with a QAnon thing, which we're not going to go through it again tonight. But if you don't know about QAnon, look it up. Um, 
and it's like I just pointed and I was like I told my wife I said you know what that is she has no so I'm explaining it to her I said that motherfucker in front of us is the reason why America is in so much trouble I said that dude is certifiably insane yep. and should not be out in public because if you buy into that shit you are fucking there's oh, something yeah. so wrong if I'm you. not at work driving and just driving my personal vehicle and I see a QAnon I've never seen one but if I see one or if I see somebody wearing a t-shirt I will make sure that they see me and I'll go, you're a moron. Dude. <laughs> and go about I, my business. Oh, I mean, I'm just, I, I, it's like I get that rage. It's like when I see a Trump or a crew sticker or something. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? I, I will say this uh, for people out there. I know a lot of people nationwide are really into the whole Beto Cruz thing. Um, as a Texan and a diehard liberal it, and stuff. It's going to be Cruz. Cruz is going to win. I'm just letting everybody yeah. know now. I'm sorry to say this. Yeah. I, I, although I will say I, I drive around and I'm in the North Texas area and there's a lot of pockets that are very uppity and conservative around here. And I see just as many, if not more Beto signs and stickers on cars than I really? do for Cruz, which I, I not expected st- in Austin. And in Houston. Houston yeah, you know, is becoming more liberal. Yeah, you know this area. This is a more conservative area. But up and, there, like maybe like a small little pocket of North Dallas, you might get a little bit more liberal. Well, I'm closer to Fort Worth, but, as you know. Yeah, for the people yeah where out you're there, at, fuck it's no. Very, it's, where you're it's, at, no. So I'm, I think that's it's surprising. Gonna be, it's going to be very close. But like I said, with the suppression in this state and yeah. everything else, like I said, this state has the worst suppression laws. So I don't see it happening, but yeah, I think I mean, it's going to be close. Yeah, I, I hope I hope it does. Um, I mean, even if it's close and he loses, then, you know, at least that's some kind of like hope. You know, Dude, he, maybe that will energize some yeah. more Democrats to say, oh, maybe I should have voted and make sure that they vote next time. I just can't. I tell you, I just don't know what's going to. He is a great candidate, dude. I mean, oh, I, yeah. went, I went and saw him speak over at a local community college. Me and the wife, I drug her ass over there a couple weeks ago. Um, and I, I got to hear him speak and grabbed a couple yard signs and threw them up in my yard, which I could get away with in my neighborhood, which I live in a. I went, it's on an upper, upper middle class neighborhood, but it's a slightly above upper middle class neighborhood. So I figured there'd be more cruise signs. Dude, you drive through my neighborhood. I don't see a cruise sign, but there's dozens of Beto signs up. I love wow. it. I love my fucking neighborhood. It's so great. But it's a very, it's really diverse where I live too. So, but uh, it's very, I'm very proud <laughs> of my neighborhood. We'll see a lot of, uh, I haven't seen yeah, one fucking cruise sign. Up. Yeah. Considering the area, knowing that area through and through, it, it's shocking to me. So, but that's, I think he's pretty shocking, but he's such a great candidate and Cruz is the fucking worst. Like even oh, yeah. every Republican is so unlikable, even the, like all his Senate, the Republicans in the Senate stuff that he works with hate that fucker. Yeah. So, Cause he's a fucking rat, man. I just, if Beto can't win, I just don't know, man. He's a I mean, rat. The dude's a he great got called candidate. lying Ted. His father was made fun of. By his this wife. fucking president, his wife was made fun of Took by this of- fucking president, and he sucks his dick. You How can the- you respect that? You want to know what the funny thing is? His slogan on all of his signs around here is "Tough as Texas," 
people that's a just, load of shit oh it's people have been mocking the shit out of them there's a commercial that they put out i don't know if it was a beto commercial or if it's from a liberal group but it's like this old guy sitting at a table like in a diner he's like tough as texas he goes if some guy made fun of the way my wife looked and said that my dad he's like going off he goes he goes i'd kick his ass he goes i would do like it's just so funny because it's very honest and true and he's like tough as texas he goes ted that, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so funny dude. that's i mean that, that's a that's a great commercial because that's exactly i mean if you want to win in texas that's kind of the way to do it well you know you have to be the macho tough guy kind of thing i like i said if you're borderline or just like moderately conservative or something I don't see how you can look at Beto and then look at Cruz and say, you know what, maybe, maybe we'll go ahead and go with this guy. He's He seems legit and down-to-earth and honest, and he doesn't come across like a fucking creep, and he seems to actually care, and he has some decent ideas. When I listened to him talk that day, he was talking about some different things with like you know energy and stuff that I was like, oh, I haven't really heard about that before. So I don't know. I think he's great. He kind of reminds me. Not he's not quite as I'm not gonna say smart. I mean he's a smart dude, but he doesn't come across maybe as polished as Obama in his speaking and everything. But dude, there's a lot of qualities about him. Yeah, I've, I've seen that, him fumble a little bit here and there. But I mean, yeah, I mean listening to the way he speaks and stuff like that, it's dude. He's very Obama like man with and, his you know we're all together kind of shit. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. The only thing like he doesn't. He seems to be hesitant on some big issues that I have. I mean, granted, I'm not going to vote for him because I'm not in Texas. That's true. But yeah. um, damn you! You know, he was on Bill Maher. I don't know if you saw that. Hmm. Um. But you know, Bill Maher was asking him about uh, um, healthcare and stuff, and uh, you know, he was like a little hesitant to kind of go all in on single no. payer. He's yeah. Like, well, but, if that's where we go, that's where we go, and it's like. Well, he's well. he's he said plenty of times. I mean, he said in the debates, he's a Medicare for all guy. That's his stance right now is Medicare for all. Yeah. Which is basically single payer. I mean, it's just, I think it's easier to say Medicare for all as opposed to single payer because, you know how it's like, uh, conservative minded people, most people in general are kind of fucking idiots. And you say single payer, they automatically think, oh, my God, we keep hearing about this. This is that communist Canadian shit and stuff because the Republicans have conflated it so much. But when you say Medicare for all, everybody knows about Medicare. Everybody's got an older family member on Medicare, and they know it works, and it's decent. So I think that's um, it's like one of those wordplay things for morons. You don't say single payer. You say Medicare for all. It's the same fucking thing, really. You know, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it, it, you know what I'm saying. Like, you, he's a, he's still a politician. Like, he still understands. Like, these fucking people are stupid. And if I say I want fucking like single payer, they're gonna be like, "Will you fucking call me?" <laughs> you know. We say Medicare for all. They're like, "Yeah, Medicare's pretty good. <laughs> I like that. It's a good program." Yeah. And but, oh yeah, yeah. We we didn't really mention it, and we didn't talk about it pre-show, but. Surprise, surprise, Republicans have come out and talked about the deficit, and guess what they want to get rid of? Mm. Yeah. Everything we predicted. <laughs> Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, everything but the military, basically. All I, social services. Cut. I do cut, appreci- cut, 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 cut. 
appreciate the fact that they just don't even give a shit. They just come right out like McConnell, basically. Yeah, before the election. Yeah. I, I love McConnell because he says, you know, these exploding deficits, and then he blames it on the Democrats. <laughs> yeah, I was like, is this guy for... F- I mean, it. I shouldn't be surprised, but... Yeah, it's like, is this guy for fucking real? Like, <laughs> you guys literally caused this. What are you talking about? Here's some perspective for people out there who kind of know what's going on, but don't really follow like the numbers tightly. Of course, when Obama came in, you know, we had to kind of solve the fucking crisis that was yeah, going and, on. So they spent a lot of money. And I love know. how they, yeah, Republicans always go, oh, you know, well, Obama's first uh, two, three years, we had uh, massive deficits. It's mm-hmm. like, he he walked into a shit show. But after like the bailouts and stuff and the financial crisis over, after that, every year, the deficit started dropping. And when his last year in office, the deficit was a little over $500 million, which is a ton. Don't get me wrong. But you got to remember, we're still paying for wars and shit from uh, Bush from before him. But it was going down. Uh, this year, under Trump, it's going to be over a trillion dollars. He has over doubled the deficit in two years. Just remember that. And these tax cuts haven't even been fully in place for a yeah. year yet. And they're the main driver behind it yeah. because it's not stimulating growth in the economy. I know everybody wants to say, oh, but hey, look, man, unemployment's low and consumer confidence is high. That's fantastic. But guess what? Everyday people have not seen raises. The wages have not gone up. So, and there's, and without the rate, it's like if the wages came up, and more money is really being boosted, then, you know, there's more money spent, more tax dollars that goes back in. I understand their thought process when they throw it out. Oh, well, more money will be spent. That's going to generate revenue, and that's how we recover from the taxes. Well, people aren't getting paid more. And if they're not getting paid more, then there's not more taxes coming out. So, therefore, fuck you. Trillion dollar exactly. deficit. Yeah, because so, we know trickle-down economics doesn't fucking work. So you can give the rich as many tax cuts as you want. It does mm-hmm. not funnel back down into the people who actually spend the money, which is the middle class. And so because of that, of course, they're already saying, well, you know, in order to rein this budget deficit in, we're going to have to make cuts. And, of course, it's Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, the programs that actually are beneficial. And the thing that people have to understand, I know people who listen to us are smart enough they understand this but if you have republican friends or moderately conservative friends that can be talk some sense to you have to make them understand we are paying into social security and medicare every fucking time you get paid that money goes into those coffers yep. and it's paying for those social security for instance is not a liability on the deficit at all actually there's a surplus surplus in so- yeah in there's social a security. surplus in social security the thing with it is the why there's like they keep saying, well, it's going to run out in 10 years is because when the Congress, mostly Republicans, let's be honest, do these tax cuts or expenditures more toward the military, they do go way over budget. So what they do sometimes is they dip into things like Social Security. Uh-huh. So the money that we paid into for the Social Security, which not touching the deficit whatsoever, is deficit neutral. It makes no dent on it. Remember that. They're pulling money out of that. They're not paying it back. So when they're like, oh, look, we're going to run out of Social Security in 10 years at this pace. It's like, well, no, we're not. It's like you motherfuckers keep taking it out and you're not putting it back in. And then you're trying to blame that on deficit, which we all know is not the case. Well, we know. 
but your fucking MAGA hat wearing fucktard who's out at Trump rally tonight chanting lock her up, he has no goddamn clue that McConnell is going to use his ignorance against him to take away his Social Security when he retires here in another 10 or 15 years. Probably less than that because he's probably some old fucking white asshole to begin with. But, you know, it is what it is. I mean, you talk about to you blue in the face. This is what's going to happen. So this is why, like I said, the House part for national is very important because all we need is just a handful more people in the House. We just got to take the House by a few votes because not only <laughs> going to fuck us on this, but they've already said we if we if the Democrats don't take the House – because we're not going to take the Senate. Actually, the Republicans might gain a seat in the Senate. Yeah, yep. Because uh, either Claire McCaskill or Heidi Heitkamp's probably going to lose. Oh, definitely. yeah, she's done. And Claire McCaskill could be gone, too. So, Which, I mean, Heidi Heitkamp was pretty much a Republican and Democrat close. She, too many times, she sided with the conservatives. And the only so, time... I, fuck her. I, I was so against her, but then... Because I know that we're going to get a much right-wing leaning asshole in North Dakota. When she voted against Kavanaugh, I was like, okay, that was enough for me to say, I'll, I'll pull for you this time, <laughs> but I still, <laughs> but I don't she like at least you still. Some of a backbone. That gave me at least, a, I'm like, okay, you've earned yourself enough respect for me to fucking not hate <laughs> you completely anymore. Um, but yeah, she's pretty much gone. And like I said, Claire McCaskill is a toss up. So, yeah. I mean, we could win in Arizona. Kristen Sinema's got a good shot. I think she's a couple points ahead of uh, uh, Martha McSally or whatever her fucking name is, Sally McMartha. <laughs> I can't remember her fucking name. Yeah. Republican whore. Um, <laughs> so, and it, Florida looks uh, pretty good, too. Like, Rick Scott could be on his way out. And so, it, there's, I mean, there's a couple yeah. positive notes, you yep. know. Oh, but, another another thing that uh, I, I will say, I said something negative about Beto. I'll say something positive. Um, I do like the fact that he hasn't taken any big money. Yep. No, no pack money. No pack money whatsoever. That's and fucking he, awesome. And he has raised more money than more like money than Cruz. Senate candidate like the history that's, of the United States. That's awesome. I love that idea that, you know, he, he's running on donations from normal people, not super PACs and all this dumb shit. That we need to get out of the U.S. politics. Um, another candidate that is uh, really interesting to watch. I don't know if you've seen this guy. Is uh, Richard Ojeda. I don't know how he pronounces his last name. No, uh, I haven't heard him. But he's running for the 3rd Congressional District of West Virginia. Uh, which, <laughs> West Virginia, that's hardcore red. Oh my God, is it ever. Um, but he is uh, a Democrat. And man, Democrat through and through. If you watch his videos and stuff, like he's not pretending to be a Democrat or anything like that. He, he is a Democrat through and through. Uh, but this guy, you should go watch his videos and stuff if you're not familiar with him. Because um, he's got really good ideas. Um, he fights for his people. His whole campaign is grassroots. It's very much kind of Beto O'Rourke kind of thing where... He's not taking any big donations or anything like that. Um, but there's so much that even in a red state makes people like kind of raise their eyebrows. Um, he's a veteran who nearly lost his life. Um, not in war. He, he did, 
you know, all that stuff. But even back at home, uh, he was running for another campaign and somebody accosted him when he was at a rally um, and he nearly died. (laughs) And the dude is still back out there, uh, you know, trying to do best for, you know, his state. Um, But man, yeah, look him up. Uh, Richard Ojeda. I, I, again, I'm not sure how he pronounces his last name. It's O J E D A. Probably Ojeda. Ojeda. Right. Yeah, there you go. Ojeda. Ojeda. Richard Ojeda. Dick Ojeda. Um, yeah, look look up his videos and stuff. Um, Dick Ojeda. Seems like a solid dude, and you know a lot of his videos have testimonials from people that have met him or that he has helped, uh, you know, through his career. And uh, it's it's pretty amazing. So there there are some big bright spots in the Democratic Party. Um, the unfortunate thing is, is that I, they don't really seem to be like unified in highlighting those bright spots and bringing them to the forefront and you know kind of making the Democratic Party or liberal leaning independents you know feel a little bit more uh, you know good about their vote um it, it it boggles my mind like it seems republicans they have a fucking message there there's voter fraud we need to drain the swamp yeah blah blah Immig- blah immigrants are gonna kill you yeah immigrants are gonna kill you all democrats that's what in texas <laughs> i've noticed something because every one of the conservative commercials when they're shitting on the democrats it, this is the message they got together did here all of them are for open borders and they all want to turn Texas into California. That's the message I've like, seen on everything. It's pretty funny. Where do they I'm like like, I'm like California is pretty nice. I just was there. It's I like I like California. <laughs> I Not only it. that, but like I I've never met a Democrat that has said, Oh yeah, we just need to open up the borders to everybody. Oh yeah, that's I love that no, because nobody has wa- ever fucking said that. <laughs> I was and even if you look Obama, he fucking kicked more people out of this country than any president in history. Well, up until Trump, but yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, Trump is on a whole new level. <laughs> Trump, Trump took that Fucking taking babies away from moms. Hey, well, sometimes you got to teach them a lesson, man. Bring that baby into this country, bitch. It's always oh, yeah. now. And, and, yeah, and you hear it from his fucking followers. I've seen, you know, people go out to the Trump rallies and talk to people, and they're like, well, they came in here illegally. They get what they deserve. That's another funny like, thing you because dumb fuck. I, like I wish the, somebody would come into your fucking house and take something of yours. All the commercials here from the Republicans too, they're they're all big on pointing out like how they've stymied all the human trafficking. It's like, yeah, but you're letting our president steal babies at the border. That's human trafficking. That's human trafficking. And so you guys aren't doing a very good job. And there's just, still families that have not been reunited. Still. Oh, those kids are well taken care of, Eric. Don't worry about it. I mean, yeah, I'm bullshit. sure they're not. I'm sure they're not getting being it's molested. It's summer camp for else. Mexicans. Whoa, dude! They're not all his. They're not all Mexicans. Some of them are from like you know Honduras. No, I guess they could, could be from Guatemala or something. Guatemala, yeah, it's all over. Come on, it's summer camp for Hispanics. <laughs> yeah, well. I, that was my inner Laura Ingram coming out. Sorry. It's cool, dude. It's cool. Man, we're going to hit on a couple other things. We're like an hour in. We got... Sorry, we're, we're heated. We're ready for this fucking I vote, know. man. Election we're, special. We're trying to get our, our 100 listeners fired up about it. 
because they're going to go out and you know make a huge dent. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we might get it might be like 120. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah. I guess, man, because yeah, we're about an hour into it, so I guess it's. I don't really want to get because I wanted to talk about another thing, and we'll we'll have to go on it next week. Um, because I think it's kind of important. I'll just bring it up for anybody who like in and out because I know it's reported that this is a potential thing happening. It's not like a definite set in stone yet, but uh, Trump pulling out of the uh, nuclear arms treaty with Russia. And I think yeah, that's it's huge. Gonna, there's going to be huge implications, um, not just for the fact that it's going to start another arms race, not just between us and Russia, uh, but also for the financial impact and things I think people are not aware yep. of that's going to take place. So I definitely wanted to get into that a little bit next week. Um, yeah. Well, and, I mean, quickly on, on that, I mean, it's, yeah, Russia has been kind of doing some shady stuff. Oh, yeah. But You don't think we do too? But that's no reason to, to just completely delegitimize the whole agreement. Yeah. Just get hard with them and put the hammer down. Okay. Who's the president? Oh, no, no. I get it. I get it. <laughs> He he's pro Putin, Putin Jr. You know he's got Donald Trump Jr. Putin's got Putin Jr., which is mm-hmm. Donald Trump. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a horrible idea. Cause I mean, Russia is friends to nobody but people that are pro Russia. Yeah, the Syrians, the North Koreans. Yeah, <laughs> name an Bad evil fucking country. Bad motherfuckers. Name a country that Trump wishes that he was in charge of. It. Oh, yeah. Uh, speaking of bad motherfuckers, how about mm-hmm. the Saudis? Yeah, that's a, this is good. We'll finish with this because I didn't want to beat this too much anyway. Um, I got to say, man, I've always... Because I know... I mean, it's been a long time since we've had one of these discussions because... I know that we discussed it in the past, like when Obama took out a Ben Laden stuff and we had a little bit of a breakdown on one of the shows about it. It always was insane to me after 9-11, you know, I mean, of course, the whole bullshit about WMDs, it was just a way to get into a war with Iraq. But all the intelligence, the hijackers pointed at Saudi Arabia, Pakistan. Yeah, Pakistan and Saudi Arabia was where all the money and the hijackers and all the infrastructure was linked to. And we everybody knew about this. I mean, there was the whole tale about, you know, when they ran Bin Laden out of Afghanistan, he went through Torabor. You know, basically everybody said, well, he's probably in Pakistan. And where did they end up finding fucking Pakistan, right? Uh, all the – some of the financing, which – the report that came out when they did the 9-11 investigation, which was a bullshit. It was almost like the Kavanaugh investigation. It was horse shit. But there was literally like 25 pages of shit that was just redacted. And one of the centers at the time, um, Bob Graham, who was the center for Florida, he was one of the heads of the intelligence committee. He retired. And after he retired, he's like, yeah, I can't really talk about it. He goes, I'm just going to say that a, a lot of that redacted stuff comes from one country that's supposedly our friend. And he hinted it was the Saudis because there's so it, the whole fucking 9-11 operation was tied to those motherfuckers. Yep. And to see, uh, I mean, even though he wasn't an American citizen, he was still living in the United States, working for the Washington Post and to see what they did and, all this evidence 
video evidence, audio evidence. They know that the Saudis set this up. They even have video of some of the Saudis, the guys, and they've identified them. And they're like secondhand men to this prince or the prince, whatever, yep. this fucking guy. I can't think of his name right now, but it's... And for Trump to play this game like, eh, we just don't know, and eh, they didn't have a part of it, and even yeah, some Sa- of the cons- Saudis, uh, you know, their their response seems credible. Yeah. Well, like, what are you talking about? Credible? They completely denied anything at all for until tu- until Turkey weeks. came out. <laughs> it was like, and then hey. Turkey finally like was like, well, we got these private jets that came out of nowhere. <laughs> we One of the audio. people had a bone saw. <laughs> they checked into a hotel when they left on the same day and uh, they bought a whole bunch of extra luggage while they were there. Yeah, well, they huh. bought a lot of souvenirs. And even then, it took them like a week and then Saudi's like, well, there was a botched interrogation. <laughs> and then I when that, that didn't play well, they're like, well, it was a rogue operation. <laughs> I love it. It was an interrogation, and then, you know, they got in a fist fight, and he just kind of got murdered and chopped up. It's like, first off, the dude's like, he was in his 60s or something like that? Yeah, he's older. And how many fucking Saudis were there? 12? 15, they said, I think. 15. Yeah. That's not a fair fight. That's not something, no. Yeah. I don't know, They could easily restrain that man. Maybe he did karate. And then why do they have to go and paint the whole fucking room? Why was there a fresh coat of paint everywhere? Well, I don't know. Maybe they just felt what? like it needed it. Why they did enough. they buy extra luggage before they went to the consulate? Again, dude. Get some of them sweet Turkish uh, souvenirs to take. Why did they bring a bone saw? <sighs> Not every answer or question has an answer. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's fucking insane. And I mean, well, it's it's no surprise because we sucked the dick of the Saudis forever. You know, like you said, after 9-11, uh, and we know, we know that they were a part of it and did nothing, said nothing besides for the commission. And then, like you said, they, you know, uh, black lined a whole bunch of shit. Uh, but yeah, I mean, and, and now like you, you hear from, you know, Republicans, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, well, what are we supposed to do? Uh, you know, stop selling them all these arms that's making us a whole bunch of money. Yeah. That's just exactly because of one death. We do. I, because the thing is, they're like, oh, well, they just go buy stuff from someone else. No, they've been buying technology from us forever. For them to completely redo their whole Air Force, because not only you can say, oh, we'll just go buy it from the Russians or Chinese. Okay. What's well, completely different equipment. They have everything set up for that equipment, all the training, all the extra stuff. It's like you guys don't understand how this works. It would take them 15 years to switch over all of their military to yeah. your Chinese equipment or Russian you know, arms. It's not as easy as you think. And he keeps throwing out this number of like this hundred million or whatever fucking. They've said that the vast majority of that is bullshit. It's contractual stuff where it's like. They could spend this much if needed on certain things, and it's not even that. And then a lot of it, it's already a set aside. So it's not like – like I understand the military is a jobs program. That's all it is. Like when they talk about Republicans hate uh, giveaways, you know, oh, welfare. Well, 
The military, that's what is, military the, is. Is, is the biggest corporate welfare there is. Yeah. And that's all they're worried about. Believe me, it doesn't matter if they sell a billion dollars of arms. It's not going to make anybody who works for these companies any richer. It's going to make those corporations and their CEOs and their board members and the Congress people who are facilitating these because they get the kickbacks and their campaign contributions and their mm-hmm. unlimited funds now because of Citizens United. That's where that money's going. It's not helping the economy. It's not doing shit. It's costing us money because, believe me, there are incentives in there. And Germany's already said that they're not selling Well, Merkel p- p- uh, put it out there for the Germans that they want to end all of their dealing with the Saudis providing arms. Um, and there's been a couple other countries over in Europe that have made similar um, statements. So, again... We are not the leader in the world anymore. This shows our moral leadership is completely gone. Yeah. that That's the most important thing about it. Without a doubt. And, I mean, you know, it, it's it's tough to compare lives, so to speak. Because, I mean, there, you know, there are people that die every day and whatever. Um, but this is somewhat different because it was a journalist who was dissenting against his home country. Yeah. And so like, you know, sure there there are a lot of people that probably die from the own hands of their country. I get that. And I feel sympathy for those people. I mean, we've talked about it several times on the show about different countries and how they treat their people. But this is a different fucking level. You know, th- this is you're trying to silence somebody who has credible information against your government to delegitimize you and help the citizens that you see open their eyes to what is actually governing their country. And uh, yeah, I, no matter what country you come from, I would say most people love the country that they come from good or the bad. Yeah. I mean, we, we bitch about America and the dumb shits that we are. And the stupid fu- fucking Republicans that are in charge, but we still love our country. That's partly why we're so passionate about the things that we're passionate about because we eh, want to see us succeed. I'm lukewarm on it nowadays. <laughs> it's it's yeah, it's been tougher lately, but you you wouldn't be so passionate if you didn't care. So I'm, tr- I'm trying not to care so much, but I still so to get sit there and up. say that it's okay. Because we have these agreements and these contracts with this country to kill a journalist who's speaking bad about this country simply because he was speaking bad about the country, mm-hmm. it's fucking crazy. Yeah. It's fucking crazy, especially considering this is the Republican Party that's so fucking gung fucking ho about free speech. No, they're not anymore. Oh, I, I know they're not, but they pretend to be. Uh, well, I guess, but not Trump. He's, oh, no, I guarantee he's, he has, he's at a rally right now, pointing back at the uh, the pool of reporters and calling them the enemy of the state. He's not. Uh, oh no, he cheered about that Guardian reporter that uh, got body slammed mm-hmm. last year uh, in 2016. So like, again, how can we be a moral authority when a reporter based out of the United States, working for a United States paper, is murdered? 
for doing his job when we have yeah. a president who stands up and calls it, those same people of the press enemies of the state. It, I know it's easy to out. throw it out there, but it, it's it's very Hitler-like. No, it's completely, dude, half the stuff he does, when you look very at like, the term fascism and you see the things, because Hitler yeah, was, you look at what he did. I mean, there's a lot of similarities. I mean, I mean, yeah, he's not putting fucking people on trains and some of the gas. It's not to that point. Yet. But, but if you just look at the verbiage and what he stands for, it's very, very similar. I mean, nobody can debate that. Watch out, transgenders. You're next on the chopping block. <laughs> the, the, the transgenders, the new Jew. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's... Have you? Have you uh, they're reclassifying things in the White House, apparently. Yeah, I heard about it. Changing the way the federal government looks at people. So just... Uh, hasn't yeah. happened yet, but it's, we're not that far off. Well, like I said, even though Hillary won by 2 million votes, I still can't believe this motherfucker got enough to get in. And I, I haven't been to a Trump rally, but I'm pretty sure if I was, I'd be terrified. Oh, my God, dude. I couldn't imagine being a part of that crowd. Seeing it on TV scares me. I just I look at it and go, oh, my God, these people are so brainwashed. They will do anything he says. I just... I, I wouldn't last a second in there. Twitter would be banning the fuck out of me if I was in one of those. <laughs> co- goddamn cocksucker. You have to make five accounts just while you're there. Oh, my God. It's just ridiculous. Well, good show, man. This is a positive. We have done it a couple weeks. Good show. Good show. Positive. Positive, positive impact we put on uh, our 120 viewers. Yeah. And now they're all going to be motivated to go out and vote. By the way, it's. It almost frightens me how I went from being extremely apathetic about voting mm-hmm. uh, to being like fucking gung ho. I think it's, I think it's just because you're smart enough to understand. I think in the past, you know, but sometimes it really did feel like it doesn't matter. But I think it when you see Trump win by really 80,000 votes over a three state period which sounds like a lot but in the scheme of things that's dude that's like one person in yeah. every district going and I, vote i still fucking you know I, I you know i still don't like either party really that much i mean i favor the democrats simply because of uh their social uh ideals oh yeah they annoy the shit out of me too but, but they're not going to several totally things us. that i fucking hate about the party yeah um, but like you said social freedoms and they and stuff like that they're not going to try and strip away rights and freedoms away from us yeah where the republicans will and not only that but i we i've said fact. it several times where a lot of the things that i see republicans taking away i mean besides for social security and stuff like that um are not going to affect me like kavanaugh being on the bench roe v wade being overturned which it's gonna happen fucking people it's gonna well, happen. Like yeah. I know, uh, I loved it. I man, I heard somebody the other day, and they're like, "Well, it's not like they can just overturn it automatically." It's like you don't understand. <laughs> Republicans have these fucking lawsuits waiting in hand mm-hmm. to get to the Supreme Court, mm-hmm. and whenever the Supreme Court does overturn it, several of these fucking states have these kill clauses where the instant that it becomes, you know, they overturn Roe v. Wade. Yeah, it, it becomes illegal in their yep. state. 
the instant it happens. Am so I? yes, they are prepping for it. They fucking know it's going to happen. They're pushing for it. There's so no don't question. fucking even think twice that it's not going to happen. And don't and and I said this before. I before he even got put on when I said he's going to. I said don't expect it to happen in the next year or two. It will not happen until after the 2020 election. Yeah. Because they're not going to. Because if they do, they want to try and then, win the presidency back. Again. Yeah, they're they're going to lose their ass. Oh yeah. But you wait till after 2020. Give Trump another shot, which. Dude, I'm gonna. I'm. I know it's it's way in advance. I'm gonna say right now. I think if the election was held, if he was on the ballot again, here's this. I think that fucker would get reelected again already. So I I don't trust people. Yeah, it's uh, you know a lot of those things are not going to affect me. Yeah, I don't have to worry about that kind of stuff. But I see what damage it can do. And that's what worries me, because I, 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 I hate people, but I care about people. <laughs> Dude, I know it's kind of funny. I'm like that too. I do. It's like I fucking really hate everybody, but I man, fucking it's like, hate I really people. Want everybody to do better. <laughs> I really, I really do. I mean, I've met plenty of nice people, and I have you know really good friends that I adore. But man, I'd say the majority of people that I meet, I just fucking do not like. <laughs> but I'm enough of a human being. To understand that they need to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. And that's okay that I can hate them and them be comfortable. It's <laughs> it's in their right as a human being to be good, to be fed, to be clothed, to be housed, educated, yeah. to have Medicare. Like it it boggles my mind that even somebody like me <laughs> that doesn't like people sees the benefit in treating people like a human being. Yes. It's it's the whole weakest link argument, dude. That you yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. If we're if only the, as good as the sum of our other parts. If yeah, if the most vulnerable, you know, people in our society are doing better, we're all going to do better. Absolutely. It's just a fact. So you know, hate people because they're on welfare if you want. Be a <laughs> fucking piece of shit. You know, but sometimes you need that little boost. Dude, I had to use, um, I mean, I was on uh, the fucking Medicaid when my son was born. I was in a bad position financially <laughs> when that little shit was born, my first one. Um, now, I've had the same job I've had for 14 years. I make a good wage. I put plenty of tax dollars into the coffers, you know, and so is my wife. And uh, we're productive citizens, you know, but I had a down period and I needed help. It's like it's some people take advantage of the system, but you know what? You need it, man, because sometimes people just need that little boost. It fucking happens. So so stop being cunts all the time and just understand that you fucking pieces of shit. Quit looking down your nose at everybody all the time like you're fucking special. Go fuck yourselves. It's it's funny because, you know, and we've talked about on the show where a lot of the same people that talk about the welfare queen and whatever are the ones that are taking benefit of these programs. Mm-hmm. You look at the people that take the most money from these social programs, they're in red states. You know what my favorite example is? Is Paul Ryan, whose father died when he's young, and his mother got the social security benefits, and that's how he was able to go to college and stuff be raised to go to college hmm. because they were able to obtain social security benefits. And, and now, now he wants to take social security he, away. 
Yeah, and now he wants to fucking take it away from What a fucking else. bitch. That's, in a nutshell, that's the Republican Party. That's the Republican Party. Party. <laughs> he is, they don't even understand what benefited them the most can benefit others the most. Because he deserved it, evidently, because, you know, he oh. was worthy. But, you know, any other just piss on, they don't deserve it. They're moochers, and they don't deserve that. So it is what it is next week um, I'm going to give my predictions on the house because I felt like I did a really good job in the presidential last time with some of the other things I put out I was pretty good on most of my predictions I was pretty close mm. and so I'm going to go I'm do my I'm going to do some deep dive research Eric and go all right. through all I'm going to go through all 430 is it two 32 house seats well, <laughs> I, 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 I cross my fingers that you come out the other side looking positive for us i'm, go- I'm going to i'm going through every house seat i'm going to do a thorough study on them and every senate seat and i'm going to tell you what the numbers are going to be after the next election okay and i'm going to have it perfect all right i won't do any research whatsoever and i'll critique <laughs> you okay that's a fair deal every step of the way that's <laughs> fair deal <laughs> uh hope you enjoyed it folks of course they did um, us. what's our new twitter i forget um, again at intel savior pod at intel savior pod not save yours mm-hmm. not save yours yeah if you go to save yours it's Singular gonna say that save that's a band pod. account yeah it'll say that's a band account <laughs> you're not allowed to get on it um check out our friends at pod blocked mm-hmm. and 742 evergreen terrace hashtag joe's feet Hashtag Josie. Um, everybody else sucks balls. Yep. Adios. Nicaragua!